You may have heard of the principle of fight or flight. It's been around for thousands of years and relates back to caveman days where fight is I'll stand and face the dinosaur and take my chances or flight, basically, that dinosaur wants me for supper so I'm going to be out of here quickly. Now, there is another principle that sits alongside these which is rarely mentioned, which is freeze. So it's fight, flight or freeze. Now, freezing is like the rabbit in the headlights of the car at midnight. It doesn't know whether to run, it doesn't know whether to stay and it freezes. So its brain stops working and there are no other options but to stay still. It's emotionally frozen. Now, okay, forget the rabbit. That happens to us, doesn't it, in the workplace occasionally where we don't know whether to speak up and stand our ground and fight our corner. We don't know whether to just stay out of it and avoid that person, that meeting, that boss. But sometimes we do neither of those and we just freeze where our brain doesn't seem to be able to work or function as effectively as it can under normal conditions. By normal, I mean when there's very little turbulence, everything's running smoothly and everyone's getting along okay. Now, our brain is a very, very wonderful computer, but unfortunately we didn't get issued with an owner's manual. So fight, flight or freeze is a very important uh, option for us as human beings. But have a think about this. An emotional hijack relates to fight, flight or freeze. By emotional hijack, I mean you have responded to a stimulus that has either peeved you off, upset you, felt, made you feel angry, made you feel resentful, made you feel frustrated, it could be any of these, that it's an emotional hijack. It's not allowing us to operate under normal circumstances. Now, an emotional hijack could be someone keeps interrupting you when you're speaking. It could be that someone has sent you a really crappy email criticising a decision you've made or a course of action you've taken. Now, fight, flight or freeze is if we receive these kinds of correspondence, for example, an email criticising us. If our brain isn't operating as it normally does, we've just been hijacked. It may be that You've created a meaning to something that's happened or something someone's done or not done. And you're thinking to yourself, how could he do that? How could she say that? How could they think that? After all of the effort I've put in or they don't deserve the support I give them, they can go stuff themselves. Whatever it may be, at this point, we've just been hijacked. Now, it's occasionally good to feel emotions of frustration, anger, upset, because... They're part of the emotional makeup of us human beings. But when we don't feel in control of them and we're on autopilot response, we can just get caught up in the biological storm, the chemical changes in our brain, in our bodies that raise our heart rate, raise our blood pressure. And if someone comes to speak with us when we're in a moment of hijack, they're not going to get the level of response or kind of response that they would reasonably expect or deserve. We're already in a stuck state emotionally. They will pick up on uh, your state because people catch emotions. And also your personal impact, your face, may demonstrate disapproval, anger, disappointment and all of these other things. And they will start to stay away from you even if they need your help. If you need to return a phone call to a colleague or a customer whilst you're in this state, they're going to pick up on that too. They're going to be your victim. 
So it's really important that you start to notice when you're about to be hijacked. We won't go into all the brain chemistry and the different parts of the brain that control these things, like the prefrontal cortex and the uh, amygdala. But if you're being hijacked at work, it can take four to six hours for your body and the chemicals within it to return to its normal state. If you've had an argument at work, a, a very heated argument with someone or disagreement, it can take your brain and your body 24 hours to return to its normal working state. And bear in mind that our brains keep score. If we're expecting it again when we see that person or people or go to that meeting, we're going to jump straight into that negative hijack state even before it happens. So when we do see that person, those people, or go to that meeting, they're already picking up on it. And that will damage the emotional climate of that meeting or that discussion. So here is what you need to consider when you're entering a state of hijack. It's emotional self-awareness. It's catching yourself about to be hijacked. For example, if someone sends you a really crappy email criticising you or undermining you, read it once. Don't reread it straight away because the more we reread it, the greater emotional response we get. And for goodness sake, do not respond when your brain is in an emotional hijack state. It's not the best thing to do. It is take a deep breath. Don't just count to ten. Go for a cup of tea, go for a walk, do something, but don't respond immediately. If you are leading a team and they're wanting to speak with you, ask for some time. Just ask for 10 minutes and then you'll go and see them after you've managed your emotional state and recovered as best you can in that time scale. But please understand what are the stimuli at work where you enter an emotional hijack. Is it the look on the boss's face? Is it the disapproval from a colleague? Is it when someone interrupts you when you're talking is it when someone asks for five minutes and they are there 20 minutes later only by noticing what situations manifest an emotional hijack situation can you then start to manage it more effectively or stay out of it altogether if possible or create a different meaning for example if someone sends you a crappy email um saying that they disagree with your course of action or your decision perhaps the positive intent is they would have appreciated you speaking with them more to get their ideas. If someone is uh, interrupting you when you're speaking in a meeting and you perceive that as rude and uh, disrespectful, maybe they've got so many fantastic ideas, they just have to get them out. Okay, it's not an excuse. But there are ways to work around that and say, please would you let me finish my point and I'd be very happy to listen to your ideas as well so we can work together more effectively. This is the first point on emotional hijack. Please start to think about where your emotional hijacks come from and also how you might impose an emotional hijack on your colleagues because we don't often do it intentionally. Please think about this and then listen to the next podcast on emotional hijacking.